You'll get a kick out of this one. You are now entering the world of EVJ. Just listen. let's talk we don't condone any violence of any kind we don't condone um domestic we don't condone physical or anything in that nature i just feel like we need to come together as a country i know i be getting on here talking a whole lot of shit and i know i get on here just speaking my fucking mind but you know what i feel like the fucking police need to do better and they need to do better and i, I know there's going to be feminists out there to be like oh women this women that no bitch they need to do better by human beings, period. Because just like this woman, Dr. Amy Harwick, was being stalked and murdered by her ex-boyfriend, they should have fucking protected her better. There's people out here that could have lived had the fucking police would have just fucking taken them seriously. Now let's be on with the story. Dr. Amy Hartwood was born in May of 1981 in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. She attended Pepperdine University and California Polytechnic State University Institute for Advanced Study of Human Sexuality. She was once the fiance, the one-time fiance of Drew Carey from The Price is Right. On February 15, 2020, Amy texted her best friend Robert Koshlin, which he sent his last text according to reports around 11 p.m. Amy responded at 1.01 a.m. 15 minutes later, at 1.16 a.m., police responded to a re- radio report of a woman screaming. When they arrived, they found Amy Hartwick in what would be later described in grave condition. She was thrown from her third floor balcony in an interview with abc news robert koshlin said gareth purse house was to blame for amy's murder if anything was to happen to her he said that gareth was the one that did it gareth purse house he was 41 a little backstory on him he was a comedian a software developer, and a photographer. Him and Amy dated a decade before her murder. In 2011 and 2015, Amy obtained two temporary restraining orders. In January of 2020, another friend of Amy's, Hernando Chavez, told 48 hours in an encounter which Purse House showed up visibly upset and screaming that she, quote, ruined his life. She was trying to soothe Purse House and was upset and afraid to which she left the event terrified. From reports say, Amy was returning home from a party where Purse House allegedly kicked in the door and lied in wait for Hardwick to return home. She encountered Gareth in the house and began to, in which he began to strangle her. She screamed and woke her roommate. Her roommate said according to BuzzFeed because I had to go and scour the freaking internet 
because it, it left me clueless because I'm like, okay, you mean to tell me somebody kicked me in the door and lied and wait, he might, it might've been a fucked up door. We don't know. Okay. I'm still doing research on this story. And what baffles me is in the Buzzfeed interview, the roommate so-called allegedly, I, I don't know how true this is, but they say that the roommate, which I'm still trying to find a name, jumped the wall and called 911 from a neighboring house. Amy revealed in past restraining orders that she was left bleeding with the inability to walk, whiplash, sore neck and back. At the time of her death, there were no orders on Gareth Purse House. So that which to, to make me believe that this man sat here each time and waited for the time limits of these restraining orders to go out so that he can continue to stalk and harass Dr. Hartwick. It's unfortunately that this woman had to lose her life because the law decided that she wasn't important enough. And that's exactly how I want to keep it out there. And that's exactly how I'm going to say it. If anybody feels any old kind of way, bitch, you can leave me a motherfucking message. Now let's get to this commercial and I'm going to come back with some more of my deep ass thoughts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them that EVJ sent you. Let's talk about games real quick. If you could pick an era of games, Sin, what would it be? Would it be the 80s? Wait, hold on. Let me finish. Early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, mid-2000s, or current. Pick an era. Because me and you have actually lived through 89% of it. (laughs) Gaming-wise, home entertainment, I would feel the... 2000s, mid 2000s, produced better games. You know, 2001, early 2000, 2001, 2, 3, 4, 5. Really? Yeah, we for home. Because remember, when we were coming up, it was more about the arcades. Mm-hmm. We went more to arcades. Street yeah. Fighter was an arcade game. Street Fighter in the arcade was not the one you played at home. Mm-hmm. The first one you played at home was Street Fighter 2, not Street Fighter. So, you know, um, the X-Men game, you had four people could play at one time yeah. in the arcade. You know, the four-player thing didn't actually come along really good until, I want to say, like, 1997, when you had to buy an extra piece to connect to your home place. You Bro, that home. shit was bullshit. So, you know. That shit was bullshit. That was bullshit. I call it bullshit on. I'm sorry. I ain't mean to motherfucking. But I'm just saying, though, bitch. All I'm saying is, you know what? 
Remember we had got the retro gram, retro games, right? Yes. I say grams. I've been drinking it. <laughs> and we was trying to, we was trying to look up like combos and shit like that on Street Fighter and shit. And we looked on that. I was like, "What the fuck is the fucking buttons?" Yeah. Like, bitch, I feel like they should have fucking updated the shit. That's the only thing. Game, game, gaming people, like the people who motherfucking create these motherfucking games, can y'all fucking do us a fucking favor and update the goddamn combo list, bitch? Because I don't know what this what little means, and you can't even fucking see it. You be like NPR, and I be like, "What the fuck is a fucking NPR, bitch? I got a PS4, ho." <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is an NPR? <laughs> mid, mid punch. Mid punch reverse. But, but, what, what is that? Like, which button is that? That's you can see it red and purple. Ain't no red and purple on no motherfucking Nintendo, bro. It, no. It was a little oh, bit oh, harder. Oh. Uh-huh. The instructions were harder, I agree. But, you know what I did like about the, why I say the mid 2000s? Hmm. Everything wasn't connected to the internet. Yeah, that's true. Because you didn't have to get on motherfucking internet just to fucking work your goddamn um, Nintendo or your fucking N64. play games with your friend, your friend was right there next to you. So if you played a fucked up move, you can look over to him and say, what the fuck was that? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He can't, he rage quick, he right there in front of you. He can't just leave you. You're playing a cooperation game where you need to follow each other's lead. He's right there with you. If you want to trash talk, he's going to trash talk right next to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about it. Everything was right there. Now you got people across the world. They get mad. They cut the game off and you But stuck. you know what? One game that I just don't understand why the fuck they changed the goddamn dynamics of. Because the game is already fucking um, violent as it is. It's always been fucking violent. It's Mortal Kombat. You remember on fucking Mortal Kombat 9 how motherfucking Sonya Blade after a fight her fucking shades or fucking fall out of one fucking lens and her fucking titty and meat will be almost showing like, why you changed it? Like, you don't, oh, you don't want your motherfucking kids to motherfucking see ass and titties after a fucking fight, bitch. The real deal because they did look like they actually got into a fight. They wasn't clean with blood-stained fucking outfits. They were literally bruised, broken, like Katana had a fucking big ass bruise on her eye. She got punched in the face. One of her teeth was knocked the fuck out from a fucking x-ray. Like, like it was almost realistic. But then all of a sudden they motherfucking changed the shit because it was too overly sexualized. Everything in this motherfucking world is fucking overly sexualized. Even when the fucking Chinese, like anime, bro, anime, anime is so fucking overly sexualized. They think that they think that the shit is fucking normal. Yeah. It's not fucking normal for you to fucking make a goddamn schoolgirl's sh- skirt so fucking short. You're this close be- between seeing her fucking peaches and cream, bitch. Like, when she fucking cries, you guys shouldn't fucking show fucking emphasis on her fucking titty meat, bitch. Like, it be fucking bouncing up and down like... All the nigga ain't a nigga ain't thinking about no fucking emotion or no none of this bitch getting hurt. All he want to do is make sure that fucking titty meat start to show. He going to be jacking his fucking dick to this goddamn cartoon. All fucking Asian fucking cartoons, anime, whatever is fucking perverting and nobody says anything about it. Yeah, but you know what's funny about that whole situation? What? When they do porn, 
they cover up the female parts and the male parts. But when they do anime, everything's exposed. It's crazy. But welcome to but today's But then world. Chinese people sit up here and look at black people like we're so fucking barbaric because of the fucking white people fucking stereotype. These crackers out here don't understand that. And you fucking Asian motherfuckers who don't fucking like us, fuck y'all too. Because they don't like us neither. I have yet to meet a fucking Asian person who does not try to uh, act like they're fucking black. True. Like, why? Just be yourself. Be your motherfucking self. You got a lot of culture. You got a lot of culture. They do. Their culture is fucking beautiful. Yeah, they got a lot of culture. Yes, Embrace that shit. You ain't got to act like you you from fucking naughty by nature or M-O-B, or M-O-B, bitch. Yeah, true. You not from that fucking street life shit, so stop fucking acting like it, bitch. Like, ain't nobody on them shits but y'all. But yet... Y'all want to kick us out of your fucking stores and follow us the fuck around and shoot us in the fucking back of the head, goddammit, because of what these fucking cracker-ass crackers motherfucking yes. name Johnny Mae Wilson said, bitch. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them that EVJ sent you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bitch Let's Talk. You could have been rocking with anybody in the world, but you rocking with me. And I appreciate that. Tune in next time on this lovely journey that we're going to have down this rabbit hole of life on Bitch Let's Talk. Ow. <laughs>